live from the StreamYard Studios in Lake St. Louis, Missouri. It's Between the Lines. Today's special episode is brought to you by Compass Health Consultants. We have a plan for you. Give us a call. 636-734-8444. And now, Between the Lines. Good morning, everyone. Rob Reynolds here. And you notice what? Today's special. I'm actually doing this with a video. And if there's ever a face for radio, <laughs> you're watching it. <laughs> Today, I wanted to talk to you about a part of my life that was very, very special. And that is for some 22, 23 years, I traveled uh, extensively all over the United States, uh, West Coast, went to Hawaii several times, went to Alaska a couple times, went to all 50 states. But, you know, there's a, there's a lot of funny things that happen when you do that. And over the course of that time, I flew well over 3 million miles. I have the knees to prove it. But anyway, I wanted to go over with you today, or go over with you and share some things. Some things that happened on those little uh, trips that I took, and, and some of them, of course, were kind of funny. Now, one of the first ones that I remember taking was an absolute flight that was like the worst flight I've ever been on in my life. And it was between Grand Rapids, Michigan, and Chicago. I mean, it was rough. I mean, not just rough, real rough. And the thing is, it was so rough that people, experienced flyers, guys with nine-piece suits, were throwing up. They had those little bags, and they had them off by their face. <laughs> they were thrown up repeatedly. I'll never forget getting off the plane there in O'Hare. And you know how the flight attendant stands up there and says, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for flying. Thank you so much for flying. Well, I just thought, you know what, you got to be nice here, and I'm going to save her a little time. So I just gave her my little white bag. <laughs> she said, thanks for flying. I said, well, thank you. And I gave her the little white bag. She looked at me like, you're some kind of an idiot. What's the matter with you? <laughs> so, you know, that happened. Another thing that happened is one time I was in Little Rock, Arkansas. There at the Crown Plaza Holiday Inn, and it was time to check in. I had forgotten that the week before I was there, there was a crusade with Billy Graham. And, you know, there are not a lot of uh, five-star hotels in Little Rock. So I thought, hmm, wonder where he would have stayed. So I got to the desk and I said, you know, a Billy Graham didn't happen to stay here, uh, did he? She said, well, yes, he did. I said, well, I want his room. He said, well, you know what? You have an upgrade available. It would certainly be okay if you had a Billy Graham's room. So I went in there. and checked it out, so I can honestly say that I showered in the same shower as Billy Graham. <laughs> Looked different. I didn't see much much different. Still had the little soaps, still had the shampoo, still had all that, but uh, I, I immediately looked to see if the Gideon Bible had been exchanged for a Billy Graham Evangelistic Association Bible, and it hadn't been. So, you know, some things you just, they, they just don't work out. But anyway, it worked out that I got to stay in the same room as Billy Graham. I mean, I felt a lot better after I left there. 
Well, other things that come to my mind. I mean, I took a lot of trips to the West Coast, and I always loved to come back on the red eye because that would give you the whole day when you got back to be able to do things. You could leave there at, you know, midnight. You'd be home by eight or nine in the morning. Um, numerous times we'd be flying along, and, and uh, the I don't know what it is, but the flight would suddenly decide that they have to land in Phoenix. Well, usually it was nothing, maybe a, a light that went on or something. But one time we landed in Phoenix and they said, no one uh, should get up from your seat, stay in the seat. Well, they opened up the door and the security people went on. They went to the back and uh, there was a ruckus. And I thought, well, I wonder what's going on here. I mean, uh, all of a sudden they brought this guy up in a blanket all wrapped up. He was fighting like a moth trying to get out of a cocoon. <laughs> Apparently, he had got on the plane, stripped naked, and just walking around in the back of the plane. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't see any of that, but I saw I saw him taking him out in a bag. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people wish it would have been a plastic bag, so he wouldn't have <laughs> wouldn't have had to be seen. Yeah, yeah. I had the chance to fly with a lot of people. Now I got that great for for first class, not because I was important. But because I was dumb enough to fly three million miles, and they gave me an upgrade. But people like Terry Bradshaw, Brad Hull, Brad Hull had the biggest ankles I've ever seen in my life. They looked like tree trunks. Uh, Tony Bennett. I mean, you know, I wanted him to sing me something. Like uh, he got on the plane, and I asked him if he'd left his heart anywhere. We were in San Francisco, just so you know. Uh, he he didn't think that was too funny at all. Uh, another thing that we, we did was sometimes you would you would end up in places where you couldn't believe that, that you actually were. For example, one time I flew on a red eye out of Los Angeles to go back to St. Louis, and I kept looking around, and there was a seat beside me. And it didn't fill up, and it didn't fill up, and it didn't fill up. All of a sudden, we were about five minutes from taking off. And this guy comes in with a dog, a German Shepherd dog. And he puts the dog up in the chair beside me. And so what's he going to do, order a cocktail or what's the deal? Well, come to find out. He was some kind of a special dog. And he flew in the seat next to me all the way back from Los Angeles to St. Louis. I may be the only person to have flown first class with a dog, but I put that down on a record of things that I definitely wanted to do. Now, I was one of those, as far as frequent uh, flyer miles, you know, I would take a stop to just get extra miles. Like if we were going to Los Angeles, I would go St. Louis, Dallas, Los Angeles, just get extra miles. It didn't cost anyone. Or I would take an unpopular trip time back just to get extra miles. And I was one of those where, you know, you had to stay in the right hotels. And if you stayed at the rental car, you you basically, you could play with those miles where you would not only have 3 million miles and points, you'd have way more than that. Well, a couple of stories that went with that. I was in Dallas, Texas one time and I had gotten a rental car and had done the business that I needed to do. And it was time to leave. So I was driving 
towards the airport. And it was not DFW. It was actually uh, uh, the, the airport that's downtown. I can't think of what it is right now. So love to you. That's what it was. And my car conked out. I mean, it went dead in the mackerel, right in the middle of the road. The middle of the road. I mean, there were cars zooming around me and all this kind of stuff. So I immediately got in the driver's glove box and got out the, the car papers. And it had a, an emergency number. So I called the number and the people at Love Field answered, Hurts. I said, yeah, I have a problem here. My car had stopped on me out here on the expressway. And they said, well, sir, uh, where it, it, where is it on the expressway? I said, it's on the expressway. No, sir, we mean what mile marker is it? I said, no, it's on the expressway. It quit in the middle on the expressway. Well, sir, that's not a good situation. I said, you're telling me I got cars buzzing around me like it's an airport here, and you need to come get this car. Well, sir, let me get this down straight so I can have our tow truck get out there. Uh, is, it, is it near the airport? I said, well, it's kind of near downtown. Uh, are you close to any any landmark? I said, yeah, I'm close to the center line. <laughs> the car's <laughs> careening all around me. <laughs> I thought I'd know what's going to happen. So I looked up and out of my rearview mirror there, I saw it was a Dallas police. They were coming and they had surrounded my car to kind of have their red lights on. So, because I was going to get hit, there was no doubt about it. And I was on the way to catch a, catch a flight. So they had about three police cars with the uh, lights going surround me there. And, I, and they said, they came up to the window and said, sir, uh, your car's here in the middle of the express. <laughs> you don't think I know that? Of course I know that. And they said, well, is there anything we could do to help you? I said, well, other than get this car out of the middle of the road, it might be a good idea if you took me on to the airport. So they said, well, well I don't know if we can do that. I said, well, you need to, or I'm going to have to be sitting in this car from now they get it off here. So I literally got in the back of the police car. They took me to the airport. I jumped out, took off. And I didn't know anything until I got home. And I called back and said, hey, yeah. Uh, have you guys picked up any cars off the expressway lately? And they said, it's you. It's you. Well, I didn't rent a car too much in uh, Dallas anymore. At least not from Hertz. But, you know, those, those things tend to happen. <laughs> well, I've got a million of those kind of stories. And a lot of them have to do with hotels and a lot, a lot of beyond where the, the the evangelist of the of the century lived, but I, I tell you, I truly had a blast traveling. I mean, a lot of people don't like that, and it, it certainly kind of uh, overwhelms things that you get to do. But I've got a lot of fun things, a lot of exciting things uh, based on that, and you know what. It's come again to the end of our time uh, on Between the Lines. And I want you to enjoy your day. I hope you had a great time. I hope you smiled a couple times. I didn't get to all of them that I have listed here. But maybe we'll do that some other time. So thanks for your time. We'll see you next time on Between the Lines. So long.